tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, after months of demonstrations, Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has paused a controversial law change that would give Parliament more control over the courts. Will that be enough to stop the protests? That's after a short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For months now, demonstrators have been marching in cities across Israel, week after week. They're taking to the streets in protest against a controversial judicial reform measure that they fear will undermine Israel's democracy. We all have to fight for our rights because of the plans of Benjamin Netanyahu that want to turn this nation into a dictatorship. The reforms are being pushed by members of Israel's ruling right-wing coalition. This collection of ultra-nationalist parties helped Benjamin Netanyahu win his sixth term in office last year, even as he faced a raft of corruption charges. It's probably Israel's most hard-right government ever. Now, this coalition wants to change the law to give the Israeli parliament, the Knesset, the power to select judges. The Knesset would also be able to veto decisions by the Supreme Court. Benjamin Netanyahu claims that these reforms won't harm Israel's democracy. People will see at the end that Israel was a democracy, is a democracy, and will be even a stronger democracy after this democratic reform. But critics say the changes would seriously undermine the independence of the judiciary. The fear is that important checks and balances on the power of the ruling party and its leader could be wiped out. It's, it's a judicial coup trying to change the very basic fundamental pillars of, of Israel democracy. Under the new system, politicians would be able to overturn Supreme Court decisions by a simple majority in the parliament. And the ruling party would have more power to appoint judges sympathetic to its own political agenda. With a far-right, ultra-conservative coalition in power right now, protesters fear that human rights and equality could be under threat. They're trying to limit the, the rights of, uh, of women, of LGBT community, uh, declining equality, uh, anti-Arab, uh, you name it. The proposals have met fierce opposition, especially from the secular centre-left. Demonstrators have marched every week for three months straight. One Saturday in March, at least 300,000 people across Israel joined protests against the proposed reforms. That's 3% of the population, all coming out to protest, all on the same day. The protests became even more disruptive. Israel's biggest trade union called for a general strike as a show of opposition to the judicial reform plan. 
The leader of Israel's largest union demanded the historic general strike to stop what he called this judicial revolution, this craziness. The impact was huge. Flights were grounded, ports stopped taking deliveries, nurseries and schools were closed, shops, major banks and restaurants were shuttered. Even McDonald's workers joined in on the strike. The Israeli government has backed down, at least for now. Benjamin Netanyahu announced last Monday that he would pause the progress of the bill through parliament. Out of national responsibility, I have decided to suspend the second and third readings of the law. There is one thing that I cannot accept. There is an extremist minority that is prepared to tear our country to pieces. It is using violence and incitement. It is talking civil war. He placed the blame for the delay on the protesters, denouncing them as extremists, but called for dialogue and a need for consensus before the judicial reforms can go ahead. But will that be enough to stem this tidal wave of opposition? And what does it all mean for Benjamin Netanyahu? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Benjamin Netanyahu is Israel's longest-serving prime minister. He spent 15 years in office. But the months of protests have been incredibly damaging for him. Polls suggest that if an election were to be held today, his coalition would lose its majority. Voters in his Likud party aren't happy. 55% say the prime minister has performed badly and 60% think the judicial overhaul should be suspended. Some of the demonstrators are calling on him to resign. We're fighting for this for this attempt to overthrow the judiciary and take control by the politician will be thrown away from the table. And we're also asking that Benjamin Netanyahu will resign and take responsibility for what he has done to this country. And his opponents say that suspending the bill isn't good enough. They want it scrapped. We said from the start, stopping te uh, temporarily the legislation is not acceptable and not enough. What we demand is to throw all this legislation to the dumpster of history. But Benjamin Netanyahu can't abandon the bill without upsetting the right-wing coalition that underpins his leadership. And if he pushes it through, he risks hemorrhaging support from ordinary Israeli voters. For his own political survival, he needs to find a compromise. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. Today's episode was written and mixed by Ella Hill. Tortoise.